Hey everybody, come on and ride a wav with me. Uh, welcome to Respawn Aim Fire, the kick-ass, irreverent gaming podcast from Raffle Idiots. I'm one of your hosts, riding the wav Gumbert, Adam riding the rav Gumbert, or is it Gumby? I don't know, John. And today we got with us, he's Johnny Tsunami's cousin. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna throw up, I'm gonna boat. How do I keep it down? You know what's crazy? Um, so, Johnny Tsunami, a classic Disney Channel original movie. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to have to Google Johnny Tsunami right now. Oh, man. I believe it's a Disney Channel original movie. There was a time when, that was before we had Disney yeah. Channel. Okay. There was a time when Disney Channel was just like, fuck Disney Plus. That's 20 years in the future. Why don't, just, why don't we release original content for fucking preteens? And there are so I mean, Chad, you can look it up. I think there's like 30 Disney Channel original movies, right? There's a bunch. And yeah. I just I just looked on Disney Plus the other day because I was watching Andor or whatever. And at the top, at first, you know how at the very top it's like at the slides of like the new stuff on Disney Plus. Yep. Number one's like Hocus Pocus two, and then number two is like Andor, new episode, She Hulk, new episode, and then like the fourth or fifth one over, it was Under Wraps two. And I believe Under Wraps was the first ever Disney Channel original movie, and they just made a sequel for it nice. on Disney Plus. I'm sure it's awful, and I'm very interested in. It's funny looking at the cast list for those old Disney Channel original movies. I'm like, none of these people are familiar. <laughs> none of these <laughs> actors have familiar names whatsoever. But uh, there we're not is even talking about Disney. there is a uh, Disney. Ch so there's Johnny Tsunami, came out in mm -hmm. 1999. In 2007. This kid has not aged a fucking day. But in 2007, there's Johnny Capahala back on board. And it looks like an off-road skateboarding thing rather than a surfing thing. Oh. Yeah. And this kid literally looks the exact same age. Exact same kid. Yeah. Yep. They just froze him whenever they need him for a new Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> yes. He's been DF in the crowd. says pee-pee-poo-pee in the chat. Why is that always Smitty's thing? He just knows how to get me. Just pee-pee and poopy as a grown-up saying those things are just funny. That's very funny. Uh, you can catch us live on twitch.tv slash It's Sunday evenings, 8.30 Eastern time. Come check us out. We're about to make affiliate. YouTube and podcast services Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Chad's cracking a Mountain Dew. Uh, upcoming on today's show, we've got a lot of Sony news. Does Monster Hunter have competition? And is Adam going to spend less than three minutes on that story? We'll oh. see when we get there. <laughs> but the main quest. This is the last time we'll ever speak its name on this podcast. Never again, Chad. You're not allowed to. Well, what if it's as part of a joke? Zing! Every time you mention Stadia, it's part of a joke. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Stadia is dead. This is from multiple stories at IGN.com. Google has announced it's winding down its studio video game streaming service and it will shut down on January 18th, 2023. You said studio video game, which, is, which is how I want us to know. <laughs> I want us to say it's studio. It's studio, Stadia, studio, stadia, whatever you want to call it. Uh, video game is definitely a Hank Hill thing. But uh, yep. yeah, stadia, st whatever, this Google thing is shutting down Stuart? January 18th. <laughs> Stuart. Uh, and a new blog. Google revealed that Stadia, quote-unquote, hasn't gained the tractions with users that we expected. And as a result, the company has made the, quote, difficult decision to begin winding down the service. I love how difficult is a quote, by the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, quote, we're grateful uh, to the dedicated Stadia players that have been with us from the start. We will be refunding all Stadia hardware purchases made through the Google Store and all game and add-on content purchases made through the Stadia Store. Before I continue, because there's more and more to the story, of course, it's the longest story of the day. Uh, I mean, at the top, what do you, how's this, how you, Shad, are you all right? 
Are you okay? <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever going to financially recover from this. <laughs> <laughs> this is um you know, I tweeted it the morning that I that I that the news came out, but it like we always joked and we always were saying Google's gonna drop it, it's not gonna last, no one's supporting it, and and then when it finally did go under, I was still just like so flabbergasted. I was like, what? They were going to be the next, like, there was the big three consoles, and then there was now going to be four. There was going to be Stadia, and it was going to be there, whether or not people used it. Um, and I have to admit, they had convinced me with all of their, there's a, I forget what company, maybe it's The Verge or somebody, was like, all the times Google said, no, really, we're going to support this thing. <laughs> and it was like detailing every single time they said it every few months. And they they convinced me that they were going to support it for quite a while and uh it, i was still surprised as hell whenever it came uh yeah it was kind of because that was the whole thing it was like hey google doesn't stick with stuff if it doesn't work but it had been it's been a couple years that it's been out um i do like how everyone's getting refunds for everything like that's great because i would hate that's, to have yeah like bought in on it and they're like actually and you're done and they are they're not only refunding software purchases so if you bought a game on Stadia, you're getting that full money back. If you bought an expansion on Stadia, you're getting your full money back. If you bought any hardware through Google, like any of the, the Founders controllers, the Google Chromecast, whatever, to play it, like all of that's being refunded, which is like all of their profit. Any profit yeah. that they made, with the exception of the Google Stadia Pro subscriptions, are going back to the customer. So they, they literally made zero money, at least, and lost a ton of money on this project, which is cool. That's consumer friendly, but it is it is it is wild. Google has that kind of money that can be just like, oh yeah, this one thing we did didn't work, so uh, we'll just waste a couple trillion, jillion, billion dollars. Excuse me. I do like. Um, I don't remember who said it at the point at this point, uh, but Amazon also used to do the same thing. They would just throw money at shit and didn't care if it failed because, like, we're just going to see. Because remember, remember, everyone, Fire Phones. Remember Amazon yeah, had their own yeah. fucking smartphones? And they had, and like, four cameras on the front so they could do this, like, weird 3D thing? Yeah. Yeah. And they were they went all in and they were like, hey, these didn't sell. And they just sold them on Amazon on a, a winter sale for $2 a piece. And they were like, all right, it's cool. And they just moved on. Now you so, can get, uh, like, a, you can get a, like, a six-pack of Kindle Fire tablets in a Happy Meal so box. For <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I literally bought a Fire tablet once. I was going to just give it to my kid when he was much younger. And they yeah. gave me, I ordered one and they gave me two in the package. And they said, just keep it. They didn't want it back. They said, keep it. I'm not joking. One not joking. of them was, to keep it. was the packaging material to keep the other one safe. Yeah. Just to like, it was the yeah. phone, basically. Um, I will say, I'm glad that Sadie was a thing that they, you know, built up some technology because other companies, Microsoft, NVIDIA, you know, uh, Logitech was making that that tablet at some point. So I like that the technology gets to keep living. It's not like it was yeah. all Google, and once Google cut it off, it's dead. Because I still think there's potential, but you just kind of need more time. Kind of like with uh, VR. It was like if the only if the first VR headset was the only one that ever existed, like we wouldn't have multiple. Yeah, we wouldn't keep getting better. I tweeted uh, out from our yeah. from our RAF account the day that this all happened. It was like Stadia is dead, long live Stadia, and it was a picture of the Stadia controller. And Microsoft Xbox game streaming. And I was to that exact point. Like, I don't believe that xCloud and game streaming would have come along as quickly uh, or in its current form without the pressure from Stadia being there first. 
and I don't know, whatever Luna, is Luna even doing well? I don't know. Luna's existence, whether or not it's doing well or good or making money or anyone's playing it, it doesn't matter. It's there and it's pushing people. So yeah, it's, I'm, I'm glad that they released in the half-assed effort that they did. Um, even if it, even if Google themselves didn't succeed in that space. Yeah. Uh, next part of the story, companies are trying to help out those who are affected. All 8,000 of you who play Destiny, they're trying to help you out here. Uh, Ubisoft, Bungie, and others are, sur- are <coughs> excuse me, working on letting players transfer Google Stadia saves. Uh, after the unexpected shutdown of Google Stadia, developers from across the industry are trying to help players by allowing them to transfer game saves over their platforms. Uh, this is a quote from Ubisoft. Uh, While Stadia will shut down on January 18th, we're happy to share that we've been working to bring the games you own on Stadia to PC through Ubisoft Connect. We'll have more to share regarding specific details as well as the impact for Ubisoft, excuse me, Ubi Plus, Ubisoft Plus subscribers at a later date. <clears throat> Next from Bungie, those guys who make a little video game called Destiny that Chad's never played. We just learned <laughs> about Stadia shutting down and have begun conversations about next steps for our players. We will announce and send out information regarding Destiny 2 Studio uh, accounts once we have a plan of action. That's what I'm calling it for now. I don't care. Uh, Hitman developer IO Interactive also said, To all our Hitman fans on Google Stadia, Studio, uh, we hear you. We are working into ways for you to continue your Hitman experience on other platforms. So, uh, I, one thing here. Cool, of course, that they're putting your saves over and trying to help your save data for those of you who played over there. Um, but is it... Oh, yeah, the, the Bungie-specific one. We just learned about Stadia shutting down and began yeah. conversations. Nobody knew, huh? Nobody knew. This was the game that they literally advertised Stadia with. It was like, you can play fucking Destiny anywhere. Yeah, and, and everyone got it free. Like, idea. that was the first free yeah. game you got on, on Stadia when it launched. I, I cannot tell know. you how many indie game developers I saw on Twitter when this news came out. They're like... We like the store shut down on September 29th. You cannot submit anything new, and our game is supposed to release on it next week or next month. Or we were mm-hmm. going to release the beginning of 2023, and they never said anything. And we're learning about it the same way everyone else is from this Verge article. And it's it, that I, I went back and forth that whole morning thinking, like, wow, it's a really shitty thing to do to their developers. I can't believe they didn't tell people earlier. And then I thought to myself, well, if they told developers earlier, 100% chance it's going to leak that the service is shutting down before they have all the answers figured out for all the questions that people are going to have. So, like, I kind of get the fact that they didn't want to say anything until they knew all the answers to these questions. But, it's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's a, it's a shitty situation. I'm glad that these companies are working on um, figuring out a way to move this stuff. Because when they first announced this this morning, that morning, I was like, I was feeling terrible for all these people who played these games on Stadia and their saves, their progress, their in-app purchases, all that kind of shit is now forever gone. And there's no way to export it and play it anywhere else. If, if you got 90 hours into Assassin's Creed Odyssey and you never beat it and now you have no chance to finish that. And that's the kind of shit that I was like, I can't believe this is going to happen. So the fact that these companies are working to figure out how that's, gonna, how that's going to transfer over is really cool. I hate that it's a studio by studio decision. Like there's not a, a way that, Stadia, Google Stadia is like, hey, we've partnered with Steam to make sure that your ownership transfers over to a, a PC client or that your saves are compatible with, with Epic Game Store or Steam and you have the choice of whichever. Like that, I think, is is the better way to go is like a, a fully supported solution elsewhere. Um, but it also leaves like this gray area of 
now you have to figure out how this is logistically going to work. If Google is refunding all game purchases, but Ubisoft's offering the ability to move your game to U to Ubisoft Connect on PC, like, does Google know how to do that? Is Google going to just flat out refund everything and then suddenly you get a free game over on PC, which is dope. That'd be awesome. Or yeah. hmm. are the, is Google going to refund everything but the Ubisoft games and then you just... All of your Ubisoft games are now on PC, whether or not you have a PC to, to do that with. Uh, so now it, it's going to take a one-size-fits-all refund solution and now make it much more complicated. Um, because maybe some people want the refund and they don't want them on PC. Maybe some people do want everything on PCs. Maybe some people want to refund things and, and PC others, and who knows. But yeah, it, it's, it's made things a lot more difficult and a lot more confusing now. But I'm, And it sucks that the developers are the ones that are having to figure this out and not Google. Which sucks. Yeah. Uh, last bit of news. Kojima. Th th something was going to happen with Stadia. It's not going to happen now. Uh, but we'll see. Funny how he really is into cloud technology. huh? He's mentioned that yeah. with the Xbox thing, too. He's like, I really like this cloud stuff. I think he is. Right. Hideo Kojima is the cloud. Every time we've he ever seen him. You know, it's been a while since we've seen him in person on stage somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. He's always calling in it's the always video him in stream. office. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kojima's not real. Nope. <laughs> Put it out there. Not a real person. Uh, Hideo Kojima was reportedly working on a follow-up to Death Stranding that was meant to be exclusive for Google Stadia. However, it was apparently canceled due to its single-player nature. According to a report by 9to5Google, uh, the next Death Stranding, there's no word whether it was a sequel, spinoff, prequel, whatever, uh, would not have been... Uh, would have not have had the first game's collaborative and asynchronous multiplayer features, such as building bridges in your world that show up in other players' worlds. Um, so it's just going to be kind of its own different thing, uh, but still be Death Stranding in that world. Uh, this is reportedly the basis for Google's decision to cancel the game as the company believed that a solo experience wouldn't sell very well. The game was reportedly in early development as Google greenlit the project, but when the company was shown mock-ups in 2020, the project was... So I... My brain just died. What is this word? Subsequently. 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 Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, I'm having an aneurysm. Uh, the project was canceled. The final decision was reportedly made by uh, Stadia General Manager Phil Harrison. Everyone pay attention to this name, Phil Harrison. A lot of interesting <laughs> stuff about that guy. Notoriously uh, not a gamer. Yeah, notoriously is at the head of every company when it fails. He got a chance at Sony. Got a chance at Microsoft. Got a chance at Google Stadia. That man's still getting work because he's a corporate <laughs> dude who makes money. That's all that matters. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no, Kojima was going to do something with Death Stranding. was going to be exclusive to Google Stadia. So I guess Sony does not own that IP. Um, but it got canceled in 2020 because they were like, we don't want this. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all the Stadia news. Unless you have anything to say about Death Stranding. No. What do you think it what do you think it what like what could Google have done differently that wouldn't have ended up in this situation? I don't know to be honest with you cuz I feel like they they did good enough at marketing, I suppose. Like we all know what Stadia is. Un unlike Luna, people are like I think that's a thing. I don't fucking know how to activate it. Yeah. <laughs> Stadia, especially at the very beginning with the founders pack and all that, Stadia was very aware like here's a thing. Yeah. Um but just, I mean, they just got to stick with stuff. Like, as it went on, like, remember they had Jade Raymond was there, and they had all these teams make original games, and then all that went away slowly, and it's like, you can see it coming, but the problem is that Google would have to treat it like a video game business and not like an electronics tech business. Yeah. And I guess the timelines for those are a little bit different, because, you know, 
you know, we know games take five, you know, four or five years to make like a triple A game. Uh, and they were just launching a platform and trying to get games on it. And then I don't know how long say has been out. I mean, that's two or three years. And like, actually, we're good. Because again, in tech, like I said, Amazon made those phones and six months later, they're like, all right, we're done with that. And they moved on to the next thing. So I just feel like tech doesn't move at the same pace as video games. So I don't really, they would have had to treat it differently, which I don't think, that's why I was like, if it was between Google or Microsoft buying Activision, I'd rather fucking have Microsoft do it. Cause at least they'll use it and put games on game pass and Google yeah. will fucking cancel Activision. So, uh, yeah, I don't think there's much <laughs> that could have been done. I feel like it was probably like in order for it to take off and stick around, it needs to be, it needs to be someone's primary way of gaming. Mm. And I feel like in its current form, it could not be that one because the the games just weren't there and when they did like it was years after release for some things if they ever made it to stadia at all or like i think it was borderlands 3 came out like a year and a half after the mm -hmm. it launched everywhere else and it just didn't for me every single time that i tried to use it it just didn't run well enough for it to be a primary system and you can't rely on it in terms of like Oh, I can't wait to play my next AAA release on Google Stadia because who knows if it's going to be there when you want it to be. So I think that's that's the problem is that there was nothing on it that was exclusive to it that was worth playing at least, or that was or enough big things that were there day and date with everything else so that it could feasibly be your your primary gaming device. It was always a cool. I'll play this if I am out somewhere and I need a way to connect to it. But the problem yeah. with that was it is a completely separate different, uh, separate library with separate save files. And I think that part of the success of Steam Deck, which is a, it's a slightly different animal here. It's still focused on portable gaming. But part of the success of Steam Deck is like you don't have to buy those games again. It is your PC yeah. library. It is you, you play it in one place at home. You take your Steam Deck. Your save files are with you. It's the same experience on the go, just in a smaller form factor. Whereas Google yeah, for is pitched... It syncs exactly. your saves and doesn't matter. It's yep, all there. Same thing with xCloud. Whereas Google is like, hey, we can be your on-the-go solution, except you have to pay full price for this game again. God, that was what bothered it. me. Yep. Having to pay full price on for, for streaming variety. I'm like, I don't know about that. Yeah. <sighs> well, rest in peace, Studia. You're Rip. gone forever. We'll never talk about you again, unless it's a joke and I say the name Studia instead of Stadia. Uh, but next <laughs> up, hey, Chad. Jump, ride it. Come on and jump the wave, the wave and ride it. Is that a song? Uh, come on, to uh, to ride it. Come on, ride the train, the choo choo. That that one. Yeah. Okay. There you go. What, I don't know why I'm trying to bring wave into it or wave because that's not in that song at all. I'm talking about some playtime, <laughs> Chad. <laughs> oh, real funny, because I looked at your shirt, Chad. For the people not watching video, yeah. I don't even care what's on it. I saw the colors red, and then there was yellow on it. And then I was talking about choo-choo trains, which reminded me of Happy Meals. Do you see they have adult Happy Meals for the month of October? I did see that. And they have creepy That's versions cool. of the McDonald's characters as your toys. They all have eight eyes apiece or whatever. It's fucking I thought wild. It was like, I thought it was a glitch on the photo. And I was like, no, they all have way too many eyeballs. Yeah, really cool. Everyone get your McDonald's Happy Meal toys. But speaking of toys, what'd you play with, Chad? Uh, it has been a couple of weeks since I played Destiny 2. This is my Destiny Solstice shirt. It's gotcha. peach and yellow this year for the solstice. Goes mm -hmm. with my yellow watch band. 
Um, yeah, I played Destiny 2, caught back up. It had been, it had been two weeks, and I was like, I'm itching to do some shit. Uh, so basically, all I did is jump on and do like two and a half, three weeks worth of story missions and running those oh, pirate what's... catch crash. Doing all those shit. Yeah, did it all in like a stretch of like five hours yesterday. Felt good. Yeah. You um, back in? What? You, you back in? You like back yeah. on the. On oh, the, yeah. Yeah, back in now. Back on in, the drug? Sure. <laughs> yep. Yep. We're already talking about how to get back together to raid next weekend. So feeling good. And Pretty then nice. uh, laid on the couch and played some Zelda 2 and oh, Zelda wanted to pull too. my hair out. So I thought it was Zaddy too. <laughs> Zaddy, Zatarans too. <laughs> Zatarans. Um, so you pulled your hair out, yeah. Oh, so we probably have similar feelings about this video game, huh? Yeah, I got to. Here's a, so foreshadowing. We're gonna have a full barf discussion about this game, which I think is worth listening to, whether or not you've played the game. We're gonna have a full barf discussion um, in the next couple of days here, me, Adam, and, and Cozy. But. Um, yeah, I, this game is is constantly on Switch when you're playing the Nintendo Switch Online Virtual Surface. You press and hold the left and right trigger or uh, L, LZ and RZ. Yeah, Z. And that allows you to like go back frame by frame and and undo something that just happened to you. And that is 90% of me playing this game is holding Ooh. those triggers <laughs> and going back and doing shit. And I, and I messaged Cozy in our group chat and I was like, Cozy, I only have one more temple to go. Like, is it worth... Is it worth doing this last dungeon? <laughs> so, we'll talk about that in a couple days. Uh, but that's it. That's all I play this week. Not much. Good stuff. Uh, as for me, a little more Red Dead 2, because I'm just rooting and tooting and shooting cowboys. You know how it is. Yeah. yeah. In these streets. I'm really just sitting here waiting for this video to process, because I will live react to this video if it processes in time, by the way. Are you Jack. talking about the the D&D video? Your D and D video, yes, <laughs> I've had a chance yet. I'm very it's excited. so perfect. Uh, uh, but as for me, I played some new things. Yeah, TK what is this? right here, right? TK Here's what I did. I was like, that's Ness. That's PK. Oh, it's PK. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, pyrokinesis. Um, not Wasn't there someone on uh, TK? Was that the little brother on Digimon? I think so. The, and he house, had the little right? the little bat Digimon. Yeah, I think that's him. That he was, was a shitty little brother. That was the kid I always like. That's me. I identified with that kid. But I always oh, wanted really? to be Ty, the kid with the goggles on his head. Well, who the, had guy, the goggles is the coolest kid. Yeah. TK he was fucking awesome. Yep. But TK, TK was you. Takara Takaishi. Not American name at all. Nope. Yeah. I w anyone with goggles on their face was always automatically the coolest kid in the whole freaking world to me. I was like, I want to I have goggles. Why can't I have goggles? You know that that original series of Digimon, I believe the bad guy was a fucking vampire Digimon. Remember that? The big, tall, slender motherfucker? I don't know if I ever got to the end of that. Yeah. it's He's a fucking vampire. Anyways, uh, t <laughs> no, that's not him. Uh, TK, I, so I was going through my list. I'm like, all right, I'm going to start getting ready for game of the year, especially indie game of the year stuff, because, you know, that's uh, normally a little quicker game to get through. So I started playing a little game called Tiny Kin, and I heard about it. Uh, it's on Game Pass, but I heard about it. Everyone's like, that's very good. It's a very good indie game. And I was like, all right, I'll try it out, I guess. It is basically Pikmin, if Pikmin was good. Um, <laughs> Ouch. 
No, I think Pikmin's good. My problem with Pikmin, there's any game that does this when they put a timer on shit, where it's like, you only got 28 days, and you can only play 20 minutes at a time before the day ends. I hate stuff with timers. Oh, like, I yeah. couldn't play Dead Rising because of that. Fucking, there's a lot of games I can't play because I don't like timers. But, Tinykin, first of all, great art style. All the characters are like 2D, like Paper Mario kind of art. And yeah. And you're like in a big 3D environment. I'm looking at screenshots. Um, it's like, yeah, it's the, it's like a, it looks like an It Takes Two style world, yes, like 3D of. world, and you're like these little things going around desk, but you are... Like Cartoon Network style cartoons in it, 2D cartoons. Mm -hmm. It's wild. And you pick up the tiny kin, and they have different abilities. And unlike Pikmin, where like you gotta whistle at them to follow you. No, they're just always with you. Whenever you need to use them, it's normally like you aim and then throw them at a thing, and they they're just there. You don't have to manage them. You don't have to worry about them getting eaten by big frogs or whatever. You just get to do a platform puzzles and have a fun time. And your little your little buddies are there the whole time, and it's great. It's wonderful. I was very happy I played it. I beat the first level. Well, I guess, yeah, the first world. Um, and I had a really good time. So I think Tinykin is, should be on that indie game that you're list for sure. It's very good and very All polished. Right. Xbox Game Pass, um, question mark? It is on Game Pass, yes. Sweet. Which always helps out. And then MS2. I've Mystery had Science in, Theater 2000. To, oh, you're very close. I've had this game installed on Xbox for fucking a year, year and a half. It got delisted, and I was like, I even have it installed then. Fucking Metal Gear Solid 2. Oh. I was like, I'm going to try it. People like it. People think this game is good. I'm going to give it another try. And I got to the opening credits and mm -hmm. turned it off. <laughs> 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 I was not in the mood for this because that game starts and it's like, explains the story. And I'm like, yeah, I know you play as Raiden. Da -da 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 -da. And then it comes in and it's like, they have all the voice actors' names as if it's like the opening credits of a movie because Mr. Right. Kojima wants to make movies instead of video games. And then I saw the graphics and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Even though this is the remastered version, this is some fucking PS2 yeah. fucking bullshit. Uh, and I was like, I'll do this later when I'm in a better headspace. <laughs> so I have started Metal Gear Solid 2. I will try to get past the credits next time. I promise. That is a... Uh, that is... It's what I don't enjoy about that game specifically. I don't mind playing as Raiden. That's fine. What I don't enjoy about that game specifically is like you're on that the the tanker, not the tanker. What's the the oil rig in the middle of the mm -hmm. the ocean? Like you are in a, that confined space and you're just going from like platform to platform in that and backtracking. Whereas like all the other, like you're at this giant base in Metal Gear Solid One. You're out in this big facility exploring the the outdoors and all that kind of stuff in Metal Gear Solid Three. Whereas like I felt so confined in Metal Gear Solid Two. Um, See, the remaster has two and three, but I was I was told you know, again, people trying to explain the story is ridiculous, whatever. But they said just play it in release order. I'm like, that's normally how I do stuff, anyways. I go yeah. release order instead of chronological. So I'm like, three is on this collection, but I'm gonna start with two. And I remember playing the demo for two, being on the tanker and all that stuff. But it's just like I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, this game looks old. And then some in the opening credits, someone did something very very anime, and I was like, oh god. <laughs> that's right yeah. uh so i'll get back to that eventually i've got yeah. tiny kin to play so you know i'll just do that instead it looks it is it is more bearable on playstation vita and feels more at home on playstation vita mm -hmm. and a little tiny handheld in your hands and yeah, if you have a playstation a vita and a and a ps3 you can use kojima's stupid named transferring feature oh. and you can transfer your your platinum trophy from your vita Transfer the save over to PS3, pop another platinum trophy for the same game. 
because mm, I would love to platinum that video game. That's what I want to do with my time. <laughs> no, Metal Gear uh, Solid 2 Platinum is awful because you have to play it on every single difficulty and get everyone's dog tags. So you have to, every single enemy in the game, you have to sneak up behind them, hold them at gunpoint, make them shake, and then take their dog tags mm-hmm. from them. And you have to do that on every difficulty, and every difficulty has more and more enemies on it. And it's just stupid. It's so stupid. Ooh. But I did get the, the three Platinum. Well, there you go. That's not yeah. as bad. Problem. That the game looks a lot more fun. I'd rather be in the jungle with bees. Anyways, it's all good. But that's it. That's all that I've played. Uh, yeah. And then we'll talk about Zelda two when we get there. <laughs> Boy, I'm ready. Uh, all right. Going on to our quest log. Then, would you pay two hundred dollars for this remaster? I'm asking that specifically to who was it? That was Matt. That was Matt. That's a Matt. Matt, would you pay two thousand dollars? Two thousand dollars for this Whoa. remaster. This is from Andy Robinson at VGC. This is hot off the presses. This happened like an hour ago. I know. Sony Interactive Entertainment is planning to release a remaster of PS4 title Horizon Zero Dawn for PS5. That game from 2017. We're going to get a remaster already. All right, guys. Uh, that's according to a report by MP1ST, which VGC can corroborate for its own sources. So I don't care about that unnamed people I've never heard of before. VGC said that. They corroborate it, so that's what matters to me. Uh, the updated version of the 2017 Guerrilla Games title will feature improved visuals to bring it up to par with this year's sequel, Horizons Forbidden West, in the form of new character models, lighting, animation. It's claimed. In addition, it's claimed the new version of Horizon or of Zero Dawn, excuse me, will add accessibility features, graphic modes, and quality of life improvements to the game itself. Um, re-releases of recent hits aren't a new trend for PlayStation. The platform holder has already released multiple remasters and remakes for PS5, including Spider-Man, Ghost of Tsushima, Uncharted 4, and The Last of Us. In addition, the MP1ST report claims that Guerrilla Games is currently working on a Horizon multiplayer game for PS5 and PC, which matches uh, what VGC reported last year, and that multiplayer mode may in fact be co-op, which was supposed to be in the game, but they ended up taking it out. Uh, so here we go. Uh, I've got... I have two minds of this, Chad. First of all, I'm like, yo, are they really out of ideas and they just want to remaster everything because that's just what they got to do to get PS5 games out? Or that's that's why I'm worried. Just because, you know, the whole thing with Last of Us Part 1, however you feel about it, whatever. This, if this for me, here's where I'm okay. If if they try to do $70, this is fucking not doing that shit again. I can literally, this game is literally, no, I'm not doing that. If this is more of a Ghost of Tsushima director's cut, if this is more of a Spider-Man remaster, just here's the PS5 features on it, I ain't got no problem with that. But we'll see when we get there, I guess. But they're well, doing it to all their games. Spider-Man. Except for, hey, where the fuck is Bloodborne at? Where the fuck <laughs> right? is my 60 frames a second Bloodborne? Right? I don't give a fuck about Horizon. I, I saw a great tweet from, uh, from Emmett over on Twitter. Uh, Emmett Watkins, and he said they're going to fucking remaster Order 1886 before they fucking touch Bloodborne. I'm like, I fucking bet they would. They're like, hey, how about the game that people want remastered? That's the yep. game I'd want remastered. You could give me $70 if you did a full, or just give me a PS5 version that runs better. I'd be happy. But they're like, how about Horizon again? How about you suck my dick and give me Bloodborne? How about that? Anyways. What's, what's wild, this I feel like is... It has to be one of two things. One, if it is just updating visuals and textures and lighting and that kind of stuff to bring it up to par with Horizon Forbidden West, like that's not a, that's not a ton of difference. Like Horizon Zero Dawn, as you mentioned, came out in 2017. That's not that long ago. It was already a PS4 title. It looked great towards the end of that life cycle. Like that's not enough to justify a brand new game. But 
Ghost of Tsushima style, it is enough to justify like a ten to fifteen dollar upgrade. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, absolutely. The other weird thing is that Horizon Zero Dawn already got a PS5 update. Like it yeah, got an that. update before Forbidden West to run at sixty frames a second and to have new options in the settings. So I feel like to just have more accessibility options and a little bit more improved graphics, like that's that's not enough to justify this. The only thing that I think would justify it in my mind and still not $70 worth is if they last of a style did a full on remake of it in the uncharted forbidden West style specifically around platforming like platforming in horizon zero dawn is a garbage. It is the mm. only criticism I have of that entire game is that platforming feels terrible. It feels like I'm skyrimming and breaking shit every time I try to platform somewhere versus the new system they implemented with forbidden West where it's just like, just about everything you can see at anchor point on. You can use your focus to instantly scan and see, oh, I can climb up this in a ton of different ways. But really, that's the only thing that I can think of, uh, aside from like also allowing you to carry more materials. Like that holding your, your capacity to carry materials and stuff like that was a constant struggle in that game. But yeah, this, is, this feels weird. As opposed to The Last of Us remake, which again was ground up, but it was of a PS3 game. Like there was already some texture upgrades a little bit in that PS4 remaster at the beginning of that game, of that console's life cycle. But that was like a full-on remake with brand new engine, that kind of stuff too. So I felt that was a little more justified. I don't know if I'm on board. Yeah, it ha it has to just be like a $10 to $15 upgrade. Or in the, in the thing of Spider-Man where maybe it's like a... They released the multiplayer game, you know, where Spider-Man Miles Morales. Like, you could buy the regular mm. game for 40 or 50 bucks or whatever, or you could pay an extra 20 and get Spider-Man remastered. And I think that's what they got to do with this. Maybe they released the multiplayer game, and if you pay an extra 10 or 15 bucks on it, then you get the uh, the remake. Yeah, because when, when they say new character models, landing animation, that was all... They're just going to use the exact same system for Forbidden West because that was the whole thing right. Forbidden West. So like, look, it's all animated good now. They don't look stupid. Um, but yeah, I, my thing, again, I'm with you. If it's like a $10, if they bundle it with something else and it's $10. Because like for Miles Morales and Spider-Man Remastered, no problem at all. Great. Because I get a new game for my PS5 and here's the other really good game and it's got the same improvements. And it's, cool. it's likely just like Spider-Man going to pop another platinum trophy for me. So like, I'm cool with that. Yeah. But if it's... My problem, not my problem, is that they're just doing this a lot. PlayStation's doing it a lot, which a lot of companies do this a lot. Every generation, they give out remasters. But PlayStation does it with every one of their games, and then they are like, look at this. This is a big deal. And I'm just like, hmm. You know, like, you could just give me a free update and just have it work. But I guess I got to pay for it. Uh, but yeah, we'll see whenever it comes out. I'm with you, though. Like, yeah, I don't, I honestly probably don't want to go back and play that old Horizon game. I don't care if they put new stuff to it but i, I haven't play even I, I haven't even opened like it's on my playstation i haven't even opened the app for forbidden west yet son yeah. of a bitch i got it i wish i had a different a second life i wish i had a second life in the game second life where my second life character could play that game for me but you know the problem is people like matt keep spending 200 dollars for these remasters so they're just gonna <laughs> keep doing it they don't he care. also has not played forbidden west either <laughs> but he'd rather pay 200 dollars for last of us but he can't yeah. play forbidden west yeah Tisk tisk tisk. Uh, all right, next up, one more PlayStation stuff. Look at this. We're moving along. Whoa, oh, one oh. rumored, one confirmed PlayStation game coming to PC. It's from multiple stories at IGN.com. A leak has confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I really uh, so this is. I've actually been wanting to talk about this forever. It's a dumb tangent. We're going to talk about 
PlayStation games on PC. So you remember the racist comedian Jeff Dunham, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The All of his puppets. puppets were just a different racist Super puppet, racist. Yeah. I don't know if I've said this before. I might have said this, but it bothers me every time I hear it on the radio. There's a local radio guy who has a vape shop. He's got like fucking five or six of them, right? And all his commercials are real preachy. He's like, well, the government, uh, they can tell you smoking tobacco is good, but they put a tax on vapor. Well, I'll tell you the government never looked out for me. It's fucking weird. It's, re- it's real <laughs> weird energy. It's real preachy. Um, but the guy ends all his commercials with magicvaporshop.com. And I was like, <laughs> like I, and he's been doing these, com- these local commercials for fucking four or five years. And I'm like, I love that you just stole something from Jeff Dunham in 2008 and refused to fucking let it go. Oh, uh, see, like, when, you, when you did it, when you did that, I thought of Expedia.com. That's what I thought. No, of. it's the it's the lower. It's the dot cam. It's the lower. Oh, register. It's not OK. The, oh, OK. It's the dot cam, which I believe was a Jeff Dunham. He's like Jeff Dunham dot cam. And this fucking magic vapor shop asshole took it. And won't let it go. So he preaches at me about how fucking good vapor is compared to fucking cigarettes and the government. And then he ends it by stealing <laughs> from a racist comedian from 2007. I'm like, shut the fuck up. It makes me, that commercial makes me so fucking mad. I hate local <laughs> commercials so fucking much. Anyways, uh, uh, PlayStation. Uh, <laughs> a leak has confirmed PlayStation exclusive Sackboy, a big adventure, is coming to PC October 27th, 2023. Damn, they got a date a year out? That's wild. Damn, uh, right? According, Yeah, I thought it was 2022. But no, that can't be. I'm going to look it up while you're talking. Double check it for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, according to an official trailer, uh, which seems to have been uh, published early by Sony's Latin America YouTube account, the recent Sackboy game will be heading to PC next... Oh, next month. So they, yeah, it must be a typo. it's 2022. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the recent Sackboy game will be headed to PC next month after previously being only available on PS4 and PS5. The trailer also confirms that the uh, PC version of Sackboy uh, will support 4K, 120 frames per second, 219 ultra-wide monitors, NVIDIA DLSSS, VRR, you know, all the good PC stuff. An official announcement is likely to be on its way soon. So, not a big deal. Obviously, Sony's putting all their games on play- on uh, PC. I love how it's always a leak of fucking Instagram or fucking YouTube. It just tells us all the stuff early. But I want to get to this next part because I know you don't give a shit about Sackboy, really. I right? do. I do. Oh, Sackboy we'll Big Adventure was like uh-huh. one of the most underrated launch titles on PS5. I mm-hmm. loved that game. We played it. It was me, Holden, and uh, Jeff and Darby from Nerds at Large. And we co-opted the whole thing. Ooh. I think that was the thing that hamstrung it. No one, Not enough people played this game because it was I, they didn't have online multiplayer at launch. It oh, took it like an co-op? extra... It had to be couch or co-op. Couch. And then it took like an extra four or five weeks before... The online multi, so like no one bought it at launch because they weren't going to play it multiplayer. But yeah, it, it's fantastic, it's a fantastic game. So I'm glad more people are getting to play it. Okay, very cool. I didn't. I know most people like. I know about one person who's played the game and they really love it, but then no one else has ever touched it. <laughs> but they're like, it's great, but no one ever played it. And I was like, well, I guess I'll take your word for it because I'm not going to play it. Uh, but it's cool. It's coming to PC. Yeah. And uh, hopefully that'll have multiplayer off the bat. But this is, I think, a little bit bigger news. Returnal as well? <gasps> Question mark. What? Dot com. Uh, footage of Returnal <laughs> on PC uh, appeared to leak earlier today, seemingly confirming that uh, Housemark's roguelite will be joining Sony's other first-party releases on the platform. 
The leaked footage first appeared on Icon Era after being uploaded to YouTube, showing off options and customization of the PC version, including ray trace shadows, reflections, DLSS, and FSR. The footage was pulled by Sony not long after. Well, that tells you something. Mm-hmm. When Sony's like, pull that shit down, you know. Uh, assuming the footage is real, it shows that Returnal will receive significant enhancements over its PS5 release, which favored frame rate over pure visual fidelity. So, and PC version of it, because that is the thing that Returnal was very smooth, but now what if it looked pretty and was smooth? What if it was a ten and it was smart? <laughs> We've had both, you know. I think Why that's more exciting both? to me personally, just because Returnal is yeah. a very cool game. That's cool to just I just like seeing all them putting all their games on PC. You know. Yeah, I'm curious how that one's going to control with a keyboard and mouse. Because you know, that oh. was that was the first one that like actually used the haptics, and then you had the adaptive triggers that you pull halfway mm-hmm. for one met- one shooting method, and then continue to pull it for another. Oh, I turned that like... off immediately. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had oh. it. I think L one did my alternate shot. It was something I didn't do a half pull. It was another button completely. Got it. I don't okay. remember what it was, but yeah. Um, but then also you can just use your dual shock or your dual sense on your PC as well. You can. You can. So that's probably the best way to do it. Uh, good for them. Making cool stuff come to PC. Everyone be happy. Uh, okay. More PlayStation news. This one, not as positive as the last two. Maybe it's not so bad. I just need someone. Can someone explain PlayStation Stars? It's from Darren Bontheway's <laughs> <a> GameSpot. <laughs> Sony's PlayStation Stars loyalty program, which is headed west in October, will offer better customer service support on the higher tier of its membership. The program has four tiers, and members are able to access higher tiers by earning 128 rare trophies and buying at least four games from the PlayStation Store um, as they go from the starting point of level one all the way to level four. Whatever. So four levels, the more money you give, actually not even the more money you give, is the be- if you buy four games and then do a bunch of trophies, you raise in tiers. And apparently, with the level four membership, users will be given priority in chat uh, when they contact customer support, according to VGC. The move has uh, drawn criticism from PlayStation members in Japan, where the service launched this week, who say the program should offer equal customer support to anyone calling in, regardless of how much cash they spent on Sony products. Uh, and this is just about PlayStation Stars in, in general. In case you missed it, PlayStation Stars is Sony's new loyalty program. Players can earn digital rewards for completing campaigns, playing games, earning specific trophies. So, earning the rewards and stuff, cool, awesome. Which are playing there. explicitly not NFTs. Not NFTs, guys. <laughs> not They're NFTs. Digital, but not NFTs. This customer service thing is just weird to me. I don't, I don't, it's not a thing for me personally to be upset about, but what a fucking weird thing. We're yeah. like, hey, did you have a lot of trophies? You get to go in front of everybody else when you need, when your fucking PlayStation fr- bricks on you. Like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's, it's weird. Right now, technically, it is, it is only stated on PlayStation Japan site, and where the PlayStation Stars does not mention that on the U.S. site, like as as a feature. So it might be something they're just testing out in Japan to see how people react to it. But as someone who uh, just dealt with PlayStation support this week, like I could, I here's the here's the lowdown. PlayStation support is almost non-existent anymore. Like they used to have phone support as well as chat, as well as Twitter. Like you could chat or you could, you know, tweet and get support from them there. Um, but a few months ago, they got rid of all phone support. They got oh, rid of the, you can no longer support via Twitter. It is only via chat, chat. on their website. And it is a, a, a bunch of step hoops to go through it in order to get there. Um, but uh, while you're there, here's the shitty thing that happened to me. While I was there, it's like, 
waiting in line for I had to, there's a feature that lets you automatically upload your screen captures from your PlayStation to your app. It just mm. wasn't there for me, so I was trying to figure out like what fucking setting do I have to turn on? And so they were like, "Cool, your estimated wait time is 10 to 20 minutes." I was like, "Fine." And I left the chat there, and there's no audio notifications with the chat. There's no mm. Uh, like it's v- barely a visual notification too. When it, so I had just had my phone open, sitting on the thing in front of me. Twenty five minutes go by before it finally pops up, and I missed the first message. And the and then they said, "Oh, you're not responding." So try again later. Hit this link to try again later. And I hit the link, and it's like, "You're back again so soon." Sorry. Try again tomorrow. I was like, "What tomorrow? What?" <laughs> what? And so finally, I got cheeky and just went in a private browser and did it again. I was like, "No, you're talking to me today." Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's not a good experience. It's not a good experience by far. So yeah, if I, as someone who has bought a lot of things from the PlayStation Store and has a lot of trophies, I would welcome this priority access. And I kind of, it, although it does kind of feel weird, like I, I equate it to, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with AMC A list. If you're an AMC, I know what it is. I never had it though. You get access, so that's like the subscription for AMC theaters. But part of it is you get priority. You have a priority line when you're buying concessions. And you stand in that line, and, and like there can be a line of fifty people, and you skip all of them because you paid mm. twenty bucks a month. And it just feel every time I do it, I feel gross and weird, but also like, oh, I paid for this priority access, and so I obviously wouldn't have that same feeling with this PlayStation support because I'm not looking at all these other chat people in the face like I am the people at the theater. But it does mm. still feel weird to me. Yeah, but who knows? Enough sure. people in Japan are like, fuck this bullshit. Uh, maybe they won't bring it anywhere else. Yeah, maybe they won't bring it over. I don't know. Yeah, because the last customer service I had was Amazon. Let me tell you, if you have Prime, first of all, it's great because you go on the website and then they like call you in fucking 10 seconds. Yeah. And then someone is on the phone and takes care of it. And if you have Prime, they kiss your ass. They're like, yep. what do you want? You got Prime? Fucking, I'll give you my... I got $10 on my wall. I'm going to mail it to you along with your new product. <laughs> like, they just kiss your ass. Um, so a chat-only thing where, the, oh, that sounds rough. Yeah. Maybe improve your your customer service instead of worrying about who has priority over somebody else, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Anyways, all right. Last story on the list. This is for you losers out there. Monster Hunter nerds. <laughs> <laughs> and more games to play. Some Joe Scrabbles at IGN.com. Uh, EA and Koei Tecmo have revealed that Wild Hearts, the Monster Hunter-like action game from Dynasty Wars developer, will arrive on February 17th, 2023. My birthday. I knew it was around there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is for you, Chad. Dynasty Warriors Monster Hunter. I know you love both those oh, things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, in a new trailer, we got our first real glimpse of the game coming to PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. Extended gameplay reveal set for October 5th. Uh, set in Azuma effectively a fantasy feudal Japan, teams of up to three players will take on giant nature-infused beasts called <laughs> kimono. Is that kimono? I think kimono is with an I, right? Right, yeah. The the thing that you, like, part to sexually reveal yeah. yourself is called a kimono, yeah. K-I-M-O-N-O. This is key, K-E-M-O-N-O. Kimonos, maybe. Uh, using a mix, uh, mixture of action combat and crafting to create outl- outlandish contraptions. Uh, Wild Hearts can be played solo or in co-op with crossplay across all platforms. Uh, your player character will also be taken down by a winter wolf called Deathstalker before being giving access to a life-sustaining technology and compelled to restore balance across the region. All right, here you go, guys. Have fun with this. I was trying to. I was like, I, why is that 
already a game. Like Wild Hearts is already and it turns out Sayonara Wild Hearts. Sayonara Wild Hearts, yeah, which is yeah, a rhythm yeah, yeah. game, right? Yep. Great. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really care about Monster Hunter, so must, and I also don't like the Dynasty Warrior games. But I mean, I'm sure it's be cool. People again, Dauntless was a thing, which was a free to play Monster Hunter, which people liked. I'm sure people like it. People like Monster Hunter games, so yep. you nerds enjoy that. Uh, play Monster Hunter instead of you know going on dates with uh, pretty people and going to the <laughs> movies. Is that what people do? Go to the, the movies with pretty people? Is that a date? That's a that's a date. Yeah. I had someone try to talk to me about landscaping, and I almost fucking blacked out. So, uh... <laughs> not, not landscaping, but landscape painting, landscape, which is even boring, more boring. Painting. I I literally fucking was in a different realm. Uh, anyways, <laughs> that's all the stories for today. So that leaves us with two things, but one of those is Sigmund not talking stadium. Sadia is dead. I tweeted that I might have a eulogy, a eulogy for Sadia, and I remembered that as I started singing this. So that I, I just two birds, one stoned it. Segment from Adam's song, as well as the eulogy for Sadia. I like it. I appreciate that. All right. So guess what it is? It's the beginning of the month, but it also means it's the end of the month, which oh. means it's time for the best games that came out last month. <gasps> Ooh. So again, this is all for game of the year, which we're getting very close to. It's getting mm-hmm. that time mm-hmm. of year, the end, and then you would vote for things. Uh, but we have here games that came out in September and the two first games on here. Again, I don't know how you do. I mean, we'll talk about it, but I don't include re-releases or remasters for game. Of sure. The year. Yeah. So, but the first two games, <laughs> the highest rated games for the month are death loop and last was part one, both at an 89 uh, death loop first coming mm-hmm. to Xbox for the first time. And last was part one being a remaster of the first one or remake, but I don't include that stuff. That's just a me thing. Uh, but then we go August 30th, so I don't think it was mentioned last time, Immortality at an 88. Have, have you played that game? Do you like it? I think I've I've told people to play it multiple times. <laughs> uh, Ten minutes before the podcast, I did look to see if it was on PlayStation, and it is not. Because if it was, I was just going to buy it and download it immediately to make myself play it. Yeah. It's not. So, yeah, I'll, I'll I think Xbox it's just game PC and it. Xbox. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's PC, too. Well, you don't have PC. Uh, but, yeah. There's it's a on Netflix iOS version coming that's TBD, right. but mm-hmm. one of these days. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. Next up, Return to Monkey Island, which is an eighty-seven. Oh, okay. okay. There you go. Very good for them. I don't know if I'll get around to that because I haven't played the old ones, but it is reviewing quite well. Excuse me. Legend of Heroes: Trail from Zero. Some anime shit at an eighty-six. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, Beacon Pines at an eighty-six as well, which is like. You play weird animals, and it's like a dark mystery thing. Okay. I don't know. It, okay. You reviewed Beacon well, Beacon Pines? Beacon Pines, yep. Um, Let's see. Da-da-da. Tiny Kin at an 85. Oh, okay. okay. The game that I played that I was talking about. That's very good. Um, Where is my list at? Uh, See, I'm just trying to skip over the the PC-only ones that like no one's ever heard of. Yeah. Grounded, full release at an 84. God, I know that you I hate hated that. that game. <laughs> it's so good. It's full release. Splatoon 3 and an 83. God, I hated that game. <laughs> Did you never played it? I played Splatoon 2 and I played Splatoon oh, 1 right. on a Best Buy kiosk. Same thing, basically, right? Yep. Um, And then there's just like a lot of PC games on here that no one's ever heard of. But uh, that is basically it for the for the month. So 
I would say definitely play Tiny Kid and definitely play Immortality. I think Tiny Kid could be on your indie game of the year list. I think Immortality could be on your indie game of the year list and overall game of the year list, depending on how it clicks with you. I think that those are the are the top two. Like, for sure, check those out. And if you have two hundred dollars, I, I guess you could buy Last of Us Part One. I hearing that list of things am thankful that September had almost nothing that interests me because I have so much to catch up on. Hmm. So uh, Immortality is the only thing on there that I'm interested in, and it's only because you're forcing me to play it with your words forcing you to play anything you know? <laughs> just suggesting playing good video games you know shouldn't be a big it. deal yeah shovel knight did get an 81 but that was pretty low on the list from there not interested in tiny kin huh no it's it's one of those like strategy platformer like pikmin never never interests me mm -hmm. either oh it's just, definitely pikmin it's definitely yeah it's, pikmin. It, it puzzles strategy that kind of shit and it's fine. I can recognize them as good games, but they're not they're not my jam. Okay, very good. Well, that's the segment from Adam because that's everything above an 80. So, Immortality. Nice. Immortality. Year. Do it, me. It's time for Game on Game Show. The game on our game show. We play a game called Game on. The game show on our game show. Game, 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 game. Adam. Yes. It's been about five one weeks. One week since you looked at me. <laughs> been one week times five since we played this game. It's called Guess What Happened This Week. Uh, this is a game where we uh, we look back at gaming history this week in time, and I give you clues based on what came out. Could be hardware, could be software, could be personware, and you try to guess what it is based on my clue. So I've got five here. I will give you the date that it came out, and I will give you a clue, and you try to guess. Are you ready for Guess What Happened This Week? <sighs> yep. All right. October 2nd, today, mm -hmm. 1997. Whoa. Oh Rewind 25 years. Johnny Tsunami was fresh on Disney <laughs> Channel. <laughs> Once you get to the end of this genre-defining game, you're only halfway there. Now you get to put your thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Oh, I like that reference. Mm. <laughs> I didn't realize that that was just what she said before reversed. I had no fucking idea as a kid. Oh, I didn't realize that either. Yeah, when she said flip it, everything you just said, it's yep. literally that exact part, but reversed. Flipped and reversed. All right. <laughs> on another level playing fucking 40 chess in the 90s uh but that is castlevania i don't remember which one it is i know it's a castlevania game two it is castlevania symphony of the night symphony of the night yes. okay gotcha. yes I knew yeah. it was castlevania yeah you'll get a point for that yeah absolutely yeah, yeah cool 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 next up october 4th 1997 two days later after you've put your thing down flipped it and reversed it uh, speaking of flipping it and reverse it europeans can finally do barrel rolls Hmm. Star Fox 64. That is correct. In, in Europe, of course. That, yeah, yeah. Yep, absolutely. Star Fox 64 releases in Europe. Do a barrel roll. Star barrel roll. I, I know I'm talking a lot today because I'm, on, I'm in a mood. I fucking... So, Star Fox is pretty cool. I like the idea where animals in space shooting stuff. I hate that the name's... The, to the fucking frog's name is Slippy. <laughs> oh, it always bothered me. Slippy the Toad? Oh, that's so fucking gross. You have no idea. Slippy. Let me slip my long tongue over there and <sighs> my webbed feet on your... Okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the rest weren't... I, I, Falco was cool as shit. Falco's the name. Cool. He was an asshole. I didn't like the character. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the Peppy names. is stupid. Peppy the donkey? What? Yeah. But that's not like... 
offensive to my ears. Yeah, slippy. <laughs> slippy slippy toad. Uh, these next three are all on October 6th. Okay. October 6th, 1970, Adam. Ooh. It's a long time. That's 52 years ago. Yeah. On this date, he escaped uterine captivity and saw I the world it. for the first time. And he promptly said, I'm going to make janky brown games that are beloved by many. Janky brown games? Who makes janky brown games who's 52 years old that are beloved like, by many yeah who makes brown games um fuck vince sampella no no that was a good guess those early call of duty games were all brown uh, uh lean into the janky yeah i'm trying to think if you can think of like who a makes... game dev who makes janky shit that people love uh-huh Wow, you're being a hater. The colors are completely <laughs> wrong. Is this Todd Howard, perhaps? This is Todd Howard. Todd Howard was born on October 6, 1970. I love how it's always like, escaped his mother's birthing canal on this day in 1970. <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> all right. Again, same day, October 6, 1990. Hmm. I was only six months old at this point. I wasn't born yet. Nice. Sega released escape my mother's <laughs> <laughs> Sega released this device to help you quickly suck the life out of up to six AA batteries at once. Sega Game Gear? That is the Sega Game Gear launched in Japan on October 6, 1990. You always talk about fucking Game Gear. Like I've never <laughs> I've never heard anyone talk about the Game Gear more than you. <laughs> that was the thing, is that like I had a Game Gear as a kid. Well, I also had a Game Boy. But yeah, that, I was the one in the family with a Game Gear, playing all those all those you, shitty Sonic games. Why don't you just play the Game Gear like every other normal kid, or the Game Boy? Excuse me. I did. As after the fifteen minutes of playing the Game Gear, when the batteries died on the road trip. Yeah, okay. I had I the Game Gear, and then I had like there was a like a giant capsule the size of like a baked potato that was mm-hmm. an external battery pack that you carry around mm-hmm. for it, and I had that. So that in total gave me about twenty minutes of playtime. <laughs> or game gear of course you know didn't have a way to save things it was all password based if it had any saves at all because none Uh of the cartridges had batteries in them um and of course as a kid you lose the back that holds the batteries in immediately yeah so my batteries are just held on with duct tape sometimes so if i was playing the game gear (laughs) and i'm playing the game and one of the batteries just kind of like pops out a little bit if we go over a speed bump or like i shake it or something like that then there goes my whole progress in that game Mm, i've played the first levels of that spider-man sinister six game so many times all right final one october 6th 2009 okay PlayStation believed so little in this game that it let Atlas publish it in the West. And then it defined a whole genre beloved by frothing masochists everywhere. So this is related to the story earlier, talking mm-hmm. about remaking and remasters. And like someone on Twitter was like, I can't wait for Demon's Souls remake remaster <laughs> coming out in three years or whatever. But yeah, this is Demon's Souls. This is Demon's Souls. Yep. I remember new. being at GameStop. I don't remember if I worked at GameStop or yet at this point. I think I was working at maybe UPS and GameStop, whatever it was. I did, back in that day, I had a dude come up to me and talk about how cool Demon's Souls was before people were into Souls games. And he was that guy. And he can his, his claim to fame right now is that he was in the From Software games before anyone else was. You know, every From Software fan says that, and regardless of when they jumped in, because they have to be the cool kids. 
Um, but he was actually into it for anybody. He was like, this is a game. It's real hard called Demon Souls. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Chad. His name was also Chad. I'm not I was going to say today, that man is Joe Biden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that man is president of the United States. But he was like, man, this super hard game. It's only on PlayStation. And, it's a, and you have to go online to figure it out. I'm like, that sounds like fucking garbage. And 20 years later, I still think that part of the game was garbage. So anyways. Yeah. I was uh, I don't know why I picked up that game. I don't remember just randomly got what Demon's I saw. But yeah, you're probably looking for like best PS3 exclusives, and it was like a list of three games, and that was on there. <laughs> yep, probably. It's like Uncharted, um, the fucking Warhawk, <laughs> God, Warhawk. I forgot about Warhawk. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's it for Game on Game Show, and that is it for our podcast. You oh, have you're homework. Have to tell me this last part, by the way. You're going to tell I haven't looked at the vote. It is. Uh, so the technically, because I just posted it yesterday because I forgot okay. about it forever. More time. Um, yeah, it is up until Tuesday. So our barf poll, backlog accomplishment with Respawn and Friends, our barf poll is up through Tuesday, which is when the on-demand version of this posts, at 6 p.m. Eastern time. That's the cutoff for the poll. It has gotten a lot of traction so far compared to our last few months. So there are a lot of votes. And the last time I checked... Um, hold on. Let me let me actually go to Patreon, unless I'm not logged in on this computer. In which, okay, I am good. Okay, so here it is. So far, fuck, I did the wrong Tuesday. It has nine days left, but we're gonna we're gonna cut it off on <laughs> to change it. Yeah, you can change we're gonna it. cut it off on Tuesday. Uh, right now, it is all Spookytober games. It is all vampire related mm-hmm. games. Games that feature a vampire as a main character, as other characters, whatever. So it's between Super Castlevania Four. Legacy of Cain, Soul Reaver, Vampire, with a yeah, Y. It's Vampire. Hmm. I don't know if it's pronounced Vampire or Vampire, but it is the one with a Y. Okay, and Night Trap. So far, <laughs> Legacy of Soul, Legacy of Cain, Soul Reaver, and Super Castlevania Four are like neck and neck. Mm-hmm. Cain has That's one extra vote, so neck it's anyone's game right now. Oh, uh, 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 neck and neck. By the way, I love how you put Night Trap on here, and then I had to Google. Night Trap. I'm like, there's fucking vampires in Night Trap? Because I know of Night Trap, but I never played it. And I'm like, yeah, there's fucking augers and fucking... That's what I the main no thing idea. is. I was just Googling, yeah. like, best vampire games. And Night Trap was on there, yeah. and I was like, alright. Cool, there you go. So yeah, that's a... Uh, that will be our barf game for the month of October. And if you're thinking, like, what the hell does that mean? Does that mean it's a bad game and you want to throw up? Well, just because the last few have been bad games doesn't mean <laughs> that they're always <laughs> bad games. They're just older or classic or, like, games we wish we would have played or something like that. And our patrons over at patreon.com slash fire get to vote on what we play each month. And then we talk about it at the end of the month. Speaking of, Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. That's going to be going live this week, so keep an eye out for that. Um, if you would like to be involved with the October one, let us know. Send us a little boopy doop doop we'll read it on the show, or send us a ring 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 and we'll say, hey, what's up? You want to come on the show with us? And you'll be like, you called me. And I'll be like, yeah, <laughs> can we get a pizza? <laughs> and you're like, this is a Wendy's, sir. Like, all right, can I get a baked potato and a cup of chili? Yeah. Uh, can you have it ready when I get there? It's ready now. Okay. <laughs> I have it ready when I get there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, do that and we'll have you on the show. It'd be great. Um, along with getting Dale Earnhardt and Dale Jr. It's about time. We got to do a spooky wallpaper. I'll think of something spooky to do. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's it. That's your homework for the week. 
Um, anything else we got to tell the kids? I, don't, I think that's it. Well, go play uh, Immortality. Is it Immort- Immortals? Immortality? I'm not going to keep saying it. Immortal? Okay. Okay. Go play Immortals <laughs> Phoenix Rising. You can uh, do that too. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, here's our usual sign off. I'm a pretty princess. Ooh, easy work. <laughs>